Welcome to Experiencing Christ with Pastor Dennis Matovu. Freedom Experience is a teaching ministry of the Word that is driven by the purpose that believers may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth according to 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. Experiencing God in the incarnated Word, which is Christ to be life and light to man with grace and reality for man's enjoyment. And now, open wide your spirit to receive this great teaching which is going to empower you to begin experiencing Christ as your life. This is Pastor Dennis Matovu, worth hearing. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is Experience. Praise the Lord, wherever you are. Thank you for turning in again on this wonderful platform. This is Freedom Experience Ministry. And I'm called Pastor Dennis Matov, all the way from Kampala, Uganda. We love you. We believe that you are enjoying Christ with us. You see, we are burdened to see that we bring you the wonderful Christ in the scriptures to show you several building materials that are indicated in the word of God that uh, have been set there to build us so that we are perfected and we are fully grown in Christ. When we go into the scriptures, we are digging out those materials, those wonderful and precious building materials that are able to build us when we share them. In other words, when we go into the scriptures, we go deeper beyond the the letters. We go deeper beyond the letters of black and white and we want to see the life behind every scripture and to see the light behind every scripture, to see the reality, to see the grace behind every scripture so that we enjoy and experience Jesus Christ. And for this cause, we come always back to you to bring these wonderful uh, visions that we keep on getting in the scriptures by his grace thanks a lot for you turning in please uh, you if you have missed all our previous messages always visit our website at freedomexperienceministry.org you are going to receive God's wonderful time when you are on our website and I pray that you share invite your brothers let us keep on dispensing this Christ sharing him and to the rest so that we are all like uh, have and grow into one faith in Jesus might name. Today we are going to see another uh, short ministry of the word uh, that is talking about the land of Canaan which is the good land and want to see what is the meaning of that land, what is the meaning of the good land which is Canaan which was called the promised land which was the the destination of the children of Israel in the Old Testament. You see, in the Old Testament, uh, when you go back in the Old Testament, uh, we see a lot of, it contains many types of Christ. There are several things and several people and several incidences that are types of Christ, that are figures of Christ, that are are showing uh, uh, us the Christ that we have received. For example, 
when you look at the light in the Old Testament, the land, the sun, the stars, the trees, everything that you can look around, uh, you can always see. When you see in Genesis chapter 1 and, and, and chapter 2, they mention the several things that God created. And when you look into these things with the eyes of the Spirit, you see that they are all types of Christ. Christ is our land, Christ is our light, Christ is our sun, Christ is this, the, the bright morning star, Christ is the tree that is the vine. So you see, when you come to the book of Exodus, you see that Christ is the Passover lamb, Christ is the manna, Christ is the water from the left rock. That is in Exodus chapter 12 and verse uh, throughout chapter 17. Now you see that when you see in these first two books of the Bible, they are bringing out Christ as the type. Uh, they are bringing him out. And when you go on to see in other parts of the Bible in the Old Testament, you also find that there is some people, there are some people that are also types of Christ, like Adam. Adam is the type of Christ. He's the first man, but Christ is the last man, the last Adam. So when you look at Abel, Abel is the type of Christ. He came to offer the sacrifice which was accepted and, and uh, his brother killed him. The way Jesus offered the perfect sacrifice when the brothers killed him. That is in the New Testament on the cross. His fellow Israelites had to kill him. So you see that that is also a type that shows us. When you look at Isaac, Isaac is a type of Christ. Whereby he was offered by his father on the, on the, on the altar. And uh, that is the very Christ that was offered on the cross on the altar of the cross so that uh, to prove to the Father that we love him, rather that uh, he loves us, he gave us his son. Uh, you see, when you come to Jacob, Jacob is a, a type of Christ. When you come to Joseph, he's a type of Christ. Moses is a type of Christ. Aaron is a type of Christ. David and Solomon. You see that all these types, they portray different aspects of Christ. Amen. So, when we come now to this one, which is corporate, which is uh, bigger than the rest that we have talked about, which is the good land, the land of Canaan, we see that for it, of all the types, the land of Canaan was all-inclusive. It had everything within it. It was the destination of the children of Israel. It was their target. It was their goal. It was their vision. It was the reason why God had saved them, so that they may go into a land. He redeemed them so it has got the all-inclusiveness whereby we can we are able to see the all-inclusiveness of jesus christ now when we see christ uh, uh, uh is everything to the believers is everything to us therefore this means that we have got to to know him as the ultimate uh, all-inclusive christ just as the land of canaan is the ultimate type of christ that is found in scriptures in other words when you look from Genesis to, to, to Revelation, you cannot find a type of Christ that has got all things within it. Most of the types are single, but this land of Canaan, when you look unto it, it has got all other aspects, all other things within it that makes it to be a corporate, a corporate type that shows us the all-inclusiveness of Christ. When I use the word all-inclusive, I mean that Christ has got everything included in him. If you are searching for your marriage, it is included in Christ. If you are searching for your business, everything physical and spiritual is included in Christ. That's what I mean. So 
Uh, amen. So let us go in the word of God in, in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 verses 7 to 10. We see that the Bible says in Deuteronomy uh, 7 to 10 says that for Jehovah your God is bringing you to a good land, a land of water brooks, of springs and of fountains, of flowing, uh, the land which is flowing forth in, in valley valleys and in mountains and the land of wheat and of barley a land of vines and of fig trees a land of pomegranates a land of olive trees uh, uh, with oil with oil and of honey a land which is which you will eat bread without scarcity you will not lack anything in it a land whose stones are iron and from whose mountains you may you can even mine copper you see, he says that, and you shall eat and be satisfied, and you shall bless Jehovah, the Lord your God, for the good land which he has given you. Now, when you look unto Deuteronomy chapter 8, uh, verses 7 to 10, this was the very, the, 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 the verse that defined whatever was the features in the good land. All the features in the good land, we, they are mentioned here. The goodness of the land. So, the all-inclusive Christ, signified by the good land, is exceedingly rich, just as you see this land and its riches. So, when you look unto Christ, he is the springs and the fountains. John chapter 4, verses 10, and even verse 14. Remember, he talks with this woman at the well, tells him that I have a water, uh, water that I can give you. When it comes to John chapter 7, verse 37, 38, he calls people that are thirsty to come and drink from the everlasting water. So he becomes the springs, just as we see them in the land. He becomes the fountains, just as we see them in the land. So you begin to see that Christ is applying to become the all-inclusive one, just like the Old Testament promised land. So when you come to to John chapter 12, verse 24, and uh, verses 6. Let me read for you some of the verses I'll read for you. Uh, for example, when you come to John 14, it will show you Jesus on the well, and he was talking to this woman, the Samaritan, to give him to give her the water. Then in John 7, you know what is there. He calls us to come and drink those that are thirsty. But when you come to John chapter 12, verses 24 Christ is coming to us as the wheat is the barley he is also the vines as we are going to see in these scriptures now why am I showing you this to show you that Christ is all and in all and when you want to understand his riches and his all inclusiveness you can just see whatever was filled in the old testament land of Canaan it typifies Christ the bible says in John uh, 12 24 it says that except this was Jesus telling the disciples he tells them that very very I say unto you except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die it abides alone but if it die it brings forth much fruit he calls himself wheat a, a corn of wheat so he's, he's, he's also wheat to us he's also barley to us for example when you come to John chapter 6, verses 9. Remember, uh, when God was to make miracles of bread, 
uh, the bread that they brought to him was barley bread. Barley bread is the bread that has got that, uh, it is like it is in the resurrection. It is, when you begin to serve it, it will not end. That's why it's called barley. The, 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 the bread that has become the mene grains. You see the multiplied wheat becoming many, many grains. So when you come to John chapter 6, verse 9, the Bible says that there was a lad here. Uh, there is a lad here which has five barley loaves and two small fish. Now you see that the type of bread this boy had was barley. And you know that barley is uh, one of the fruits that, the first fruit that are mentioned in the Old Testament. And that's where the bread that was able to serve many, many people was called the barley bread. And typifying that even Christ is the barley bread to us that has been broken in pieces for you and me to take and get satisfied. Everyone that gets saved is given a portion of this barley bread Christ and even there are always leftovers of Christ because you cannot consume Christ. So when we see the vine in the good land, also Christ is our vine. The Bible says in John 15 verse 1, it says that I am the vine, you are the branches. So those scriptures show us that there are several even. They are, you cannot count them. When we look at the riches of the good land in the Old Testament, it is typically illustrating the unsearchable riches of Christ. When the Bible mentions in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 8, it talks about how Christ is so unsearchable. We cannot exhaust him. He is full of all the riches that we need for life and godliness. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 8, it says that, Unto me, whom am less than the least of the saints, is this grace given, and that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Now, the entire life of Paul was to preach and exhaust out whatever Christ was all about. He told us everything concerning him, but he's unsearchable. He's full of all the riches we need, just as the good land in the Old Testament. So, this understanding concerning the good land is confirmed also by Colossians. When you come to Colossians chapter 1, verses 12, Paul had got a vision. He saw something that other apostles had not yet seen. He was graced to see it. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 12, it says that, Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. He says he has qualified us for the allotment, the allotted portion of the saints in the light. Now, when the Bible uses the word allotment, or the allotted portion, or the inheritance, it refers to the allotment of the land, the dividing of the land in the Old Testament. You see, when the children of Israel entered the good land, each one was allotted his portion. Every tribe took his portion. Now, when we come to Christ, each one of us gets a portion of Christ to use, to enjoy, to experience, to take in your day-to-day -day life. Just as the children of Israel entered the land, they divided it, each one took his inheritance. Even as Christ has qualified us, God has qualified us in Christ, that we, we qualify to be to take a portion of his son. You see? So this is uh, the all-inclusive Christ for our enjoyment even. You see? And I pray that the Lord continue to see 
that opens his, our eyes that we may see such things. We see that the all-inclusive Christ uh, means uh, uh, the very meaning that we see in the good land of Canaan. And he's so rich just, just as the old land was so rich. Amen. So, uh, we see that God's purpose, God's purpose is to, is to have a dwelling place among his chosen people. Uh, that is, so that he may express himself for his expression. He's desiring to come and dwell among us. Whereas we desire to go to heaven, he desires to come to us. So, he has a purpose as to why he wants to indwell us. When we come to the Old Testament, we see that God led the children of Israel out of Egypt through the wilderness and into the good land for the fulfillment of his purpose. He, he did a lot of miracles for them, but he was taking them somewhere. Amen. So he did a lot of things for him, for them, but he was taking them somewhere. The same like uh, the, the same applies to us. God is doing a lot of miracles to the children of God, but he's, he has got a, 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 a mission. He has a purpose. He took them out of Egypt the way he saved you. He gave them the Passover lamb, the way he gave us Christ to die for our sins, to become the, the lamb that washes away our sins. He delivered them. Where God delivers us, he keeps on delivering us from infirmities, from demonic affliction. But that is all for a purpose. He took them in an exodus. They traveled a journey. Though we are traveling the journey of our salvation, we are finding out of difficulties and hard times just as they traveled the exodus. They passed through the wilderness just as the way we are all passing through the hard life of this, the hard times of this life, the wilderness of this life. You see? We are facing a lot of difficulties, challenges, hindrances on the way, things that uh, sabotage us. We are moving within the wilderness of the world. The world to us is a wilderness. Now, when you pass, uh, we, when we go through hard times, that is our wilderness. When we go through difficulties, that is our wilderness. But God causes us to pass through those things. He sustains us with manna, bread from heaven. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, Man shall not live on bread alone, but he shall live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Sometimes he sustains us by his word. When you have lost hope, you don't know what to do. He sustains you with manna from heaven. He sustains you with the, with the word, a rhema word that comes to speak to your situation. Every time he gives you a word that pushes you on as you are going through your, your, your desert, your wilderness. He, he wanted them to, to be constituted with the, the heavenly food. You see, that's why he fed them with the manna in, from heaven. So that they are able, that manna they, could, they were eating was to enable them to build for him a tabernacle. Once they reach the good land. Just the same as the New Testament believers. The New Testament uh, Israelites, we are people who are on our journey uh, so that uh, from the day you accepted Christ, you are moving. You are going on uh, out of yourself and you are passing through things out of yourself to enter into your spirit because once you enter into your spirit, you have entered the promised land. And once you enter into the promised land, which is the spirit of God living with your spirit, you will find there the riches of Christ. And once you reach in the spirit, then you are able to build your spirit, mingled with the spirit of God, 
becomes the abode for God where he resides. Where so God has a plan. He's bringing us into the spiritual realm in our spirit so that we may build God's tabernacle so that he may dwell in us. Amen. So we see that after God led them into the good land, they enjoyed the land. They enjoyed each one their portion. They took inheritance. Some people possessed the mountains, others possessed the valleys, others possessed the other places. But each one of them took a portion. The way applies to us. It applies to us when we get saved, when we come to Christ, we are to see that we divide Christ into pieces, each one getting his own portion of Christ. Use that Christ in your day-to-day life. Apply him, live by him, enjoy him, eat him, experience him, do anything you like with this Christ you have received. He wants to be used. He wants us to utilize him. He wants us to take him as our portion, as our inheritance. The question is, what are you going to do with the inheritance? We, we enjoy the inheritance. Don't be like this elder brother in Luke chapter 15 that had an inheritance that he never enjoyed and he was struggling. He was starving, he was working as a slave. We have out of believers that are working as slaves. Yet they are children that have got inheritance in Christ. They have failed to take uh, advantage of the, what belongs to them. So, we have got to use the land, Christ. We have got to enjoy him as our portion, just as the children of Israel enjoy the good land as their portion. Amen. So we see that through their enjoyment of the rich produce of the land, then it resulted, it resulted into worship. They built an, a tabernacle and began to worship God because they have eaten and they are full. Remember the Bible says that when you have eaten and you are full, don't forget the Lord. When they began to eat and they were satisfied, they began to worship. They built up a tabernacle whereby they, they wanted to worship God. So, they built God a temple for God's testimony. And this is this was his unique dwelling place. He was dwelling among them in the tabernacle in the Old Testament. Today, when we are in Christ, we are supposed to enjoy the rich produce that is in the Spirit. This, we have got all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. We are supposed to enjoy those rich produce that the Spirit of God has availed us. We are supposed to enjoy the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, the riches of Christ, the unsearchable riches that are in the Spirit. These are spiritual blessings that the Bible talks about in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3. So when we see these things, we begin to worship. And as we take advantage of them and use them, then God abides among us. We build up, we build up a spiritual temple whereby God's testimony is going to be uh, seen and this is going to be the dwelling place for our, our Christ and our God. So, in typology, each of these places that uh, we see and uh, that they went through represents a stage in the progress of the experience of Christ and the fulfillment of God's purpose. Whatever we see in the way they traveled from Egypt and uh, they went through the wilderness and then they entered the good land, then they, uh, they, they enjoyed the Passover lamb, then they received deliverance. When we look at the, the Exodus, all these things, when they ate manna, uh, when they ate the drunk water from the rock, when they, so all these things, when they built the tabernacle, 
they become our spiritual experiences. We, we, we go through them in stages, in, in stages that are progressive. And, and as we progress into the experience of Christ, then we see that we are also going to fulfill God's purpose towards us. So, by our enjoyment of the all-inclusive Christ, we, uh, then we are going to see that He's going to be everything to us. Colossians chapter 3, and verses 11, the Bible says that we, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond, nor free, but Christ is all and in all. So this verse makes Christ to be all-inclusive because he's all everything. He's in all, all things and is all things. When the Bible says that he's all and in all, it means that he's all things that you can mention and is in all things that you want to get. That is it. So the, we, the church as God's testimony today and the unique dwelling place of the Holy Spirit and the triune God, we are supposed to be people who have got to be a dwelling place that is going to we are supposed to be built up to become a dwelling place and as, uh, uh, so that the triune God can abide within us as we see in Ephesians chapter 2 verses 20 this is the purpose of God this is why he gives us whatever he gives us he has got a desire he has got a purpose Ephesians 2.20 says that and are built up we are built up mm -hmm, upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. He says that, uh, in whom all the building fitly framed together grows unto the holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. So the Spirit becomes our 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 good land and when we reach there in the spirit we are to be built up mingling with the spirit of God we become the holy temple where Christ God is going to abide and and uh, gets his habitation in Jesus mighty name is that God's purpose is going to be fulfilled and we are going to be expressing out whatever he wants to express it's going to be fulfilled when we end with this scripture in Revelation, Revelation chapter 21, you will see that in Revelation, uh, they talk about the, the end result of the purpose of God that he has been talking about. Revelation 21 verses uh, 2 and 3, the Bible says that, And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of the heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. The city that is coming is a living city, a corporate city, is a bride, which is the church today. When you come to verse 3, it says that, And I heard a great voice out of the heavens, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be uh, with them, and be their God. You see, when you read verses 22 as I finish, it says that, And I saw no temple there, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. Now, is that the consummation of everything is going to end in the New Jerusalem, where there will not be 
a temple built with, with the hands of men, but God's going to be uh, our temple and we are going to be worshipping within him as he lives in us, we live in him. This is what we call the enjoyment of Christ. And the Lord bless you. This is Pastor Dennis Matovola from Kampala, Uganda. And I know the Lord God has blessed you with this wonderful portion even today. Don't forget to visit our website on www.freedomexperienceministry.org for further devotions and teachings. God bless you. If you want to become a blessing still, go ahead. Go ahead and become a blessing. The Lord shall bless you. This is our website and click that donate button. And even if you want to use mobile money, like if you want to use uh, send via phone, also go ahead. Everything is there. God bless you. We love you. Pray for you. We pray that you enjoy and you are built up in Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you. Bye-bye. To get more of this message and partner with Freedom Experience Ministry, log on to our website, www.freedomexperienceministry.org or find us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also call us directly on plus 256-703-89-0009. Be blessed. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ. Freedom Experience Ministry presents the Experience Christ Teachings with Pastor Dennis Matovu. Listen every day from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. and repeated still every day from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. East African time. Tune in that you may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth and experience the fullness of Christ, who is your life, light, grace in every part of your being. Don't forget, every day from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. and from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. East African time. To listen to previous messages, please visit our website www.thefreedomexpressministry.org. Be blessed.